0: Like if you knew you had to work on your taxes on Wednesday and you were talking to your accountant and you were working on your spreadsheets and then somebody's like, oh, can I just come in right in the middle of that? You would say, no, I can't. I'm in the middle of my taxes. But when we're in the middle of our own stillness and our own deliberate time that we're working on our business, it can be really easy to let down those walls and not be vigilant and not be caretaking of it.
1: Today we thought we would talk about, I don't know, kind of the feminine strategy that we need for operating our businesses. I think oftentimes, you know, especially coming into a new year, we start to look at what is our business strategy for the year? You know, what's our numbers? How are we going to do this? What's our strategy for marketing? But I feel like we miss on a huge component of strategy that's actually the most important thing about operating our business. So that's what we're going to dive into today. What do you think, Laura? Ah, uh,
0: Yes, yes, and yes. I think that we talk about much more of the linear and the more masculine, which is traditional business skills when we talk about business strategy i mean actually the other day not even related to this conversation we're going to have but i uh, decided i would google business strategy i think i wanted to see like what are the elements you know and of course they were like operations marketing you know finances and like just all of the you know hr just all of the things that we know are really important buckets and not to be ignored but I was like, where are where's the wellness plan? Where's the strategies for self care and just in the emotional piece of what it takes to go in to business to run a business? Where's the mental health? Where's where is where's that strategy?
1: Right, and like like one of the most important strategies I think that we are missing is like space, right? The strategy of space, because when we create space first. And we don't fill it.
0: We actually
1: have space. We are so much more productive, creative, like intuitive, able to create things. Or where is the strategy of processing? Like for those of us who do a lot of self-development, we need a lot of time to process. Where's that strategy, right? Oh my gosh. None of it is in the strategy of our business. And yet those are the foundations of us being able to operate more effectively in our business.
0: So I think yeah, this is a, yeah, going to be a cool exactly Well, and that was why I Googled it because it was an experiment. I was like, I want to see like kind of what is being said and it it's not there. Like you said, there's in space, that is actually a really great concept to think about, you know, where is the retreat strategy? Where's your time off strategy? Where's your unplug? Where's your detox? I mean, we're talking about this across the board. You're seeing more and more. I've definitely seen a increase in the last five years, for sure, in startup mental health, founder mental health, and entrepreneur wellness strategies, performance strategies, energy management, right? That's more of the corporate words for all those things. And they talk about, oh, yeah, you're going to need to take care of your sleep. You're going to need to detox You're, um, you know, from technology. You're going to need to take care of your body. You're going to need time to reflect. But where are we actually seeing that? in our business strategies, because it's kind of an afterthought right now. And I would love it if we can campaign and promote <laughs> for it to be like, I think it should be the very first strategy that any entrepreneur is encouraged to create.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, and like, let's think about this, like a strategy. So it was, I was the definition of strategy, right. Is a plan of action, right. To achieve a major overall aim. I mean, how many of us, for instance, are aiming for freedom? What's your plan of action for that, right? Like, are you going to wait until 10 years when you finally have XYZ, all these things in place, and then you get freedom? That's most people's strategy. Like, when I create a million dollars, I'll have freedom. When I create a big business, I'll have freedom. When my business finally succeeds, I'll have freedom. But what about having a plan of action for freedom right now?
0: Yes, five minutes of freedom per day to breathe and to not be interrupted, right? Well,
1: I'm going to go for way more than five minutes. but, But sure, start
0: there. Start with five. I have found with my clients when I go too big, they get a little worried. So you can start with five minutes. Just five minutes a day might be more than you're giving yourself more freedom than you're really giving yourself. But yes, I definitely think, I mean, for me personally, I do quarterly Retreats. You know, I actually have one coming up this weekend. I'm going to take three days and I'm going to go into nature and I'm going to think about my business in a way that is the feminine strategy. How do I want to feel this year? What are the self care strategies that I'm going to have to put in place in order to see that happen? How much space, literally, how many minutes? of reflection time, of quiet time, of space. And I don't know about you, Sonia, but the bigger thing that I, the bigger creations, the bigger business goals, the more space, especially quiet, meditative, reflective space I'm gonna require in order to bring that to fruition.
1: hundred percent. And in fact, When I go to plan my year, right, in fact, I just did this a couple weeks ago, the first thing I do is block out space. The first thing I do is say, okay, Mondays and Wednesdays are for space. This is how many hours I'm going to block out every week. This is 100% sacred space. I can't fill it with anything. Like, that's the first thing I do. And, you know, it's interesting as we start to design, right, and this is my strategy, is I'm designing my business to serve the space that I require. And I need a lot of space. I need space for integration. I need space to just be. I need space to be in my body. I need all this space. And like last year, I remember thinking about how do I create more space? Because I do have a full business. I have many beautiful clients that I want to serve. And so... I started to kind of think about, I really want one week off a month that I don't have to have any calls right? That basically I can be in the feminine. I don't have to, like I'll still do things that I feel inspired to do, but I don't have to get on a call for a sales call. I don't have to get on a call for a client. I can just have, you know, that week every month. And so I thought I started to strategize. How can I create that and still get everything I want done? And then it actually rolled into creating it for my clients as well. So I decided with my group, we're going to do three weeks on and one week off for integration so that every woman in that group can experience integration we're going to do a virtual retreat the week before like the that last friday of the week of integration and then we're going to debrief when they get back. So, you know, I actually strategize how to create it not only for myself, but for others. And this is what happens when we strategize from a different mindset, a more feminine mindset than from the masculine, which oftentimes is around money and metrics.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I I just love that the very first thing that you looked at was time and setting aside time for yourself to be integrating, to be processing, to be reflecting, to allow for that creativity to either to come forth or to integrate what's already there. And I have no idea why we have ever gotten to a place where that is not the first and most important thing that we do. And I work with a lot of clients, a lot of women that don't even know What I'm talking about when I'm saying like, they need to set aside this time. Oh, you mean like to, you know, just self care, like a bubble bath. And I'm like, yes, that can be, but the strategy, this is not downtime for the sake of what you traditionally think of where people when I want to, I want to reframe all of this, though, that anytime you want to take a bubble bath in the middle of the day, it can be for the good of your business. But you know how there's like a lot of this sort of indulgent uh, mentality of like, oh, it's self care, it has to wait. But I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, this isn't just about, let's see, how do I say this? This is like an active reflection period. We are actively working on our businesses when we become still.
1: Yes. And and okay, I know it's hard because even using active is a bit like masculine. So let's right. just say it's really just about being, right? It's being time. It's not though down time. It's not binging on Netflix time. It's not, you know, like, and we all need that time. I love binging on Netflix. but. <laughs>
0: Or that's yeah. a good one. Okay, I couldn't figure out an example. I was like, you know, when you're just completely escaping yes. and you're not working on your business, like, yes, yes, that's one thing. And then there's this other, where, where I call an active, but you're right, active also again, like like I just I went to an event which was called Accomplishing Stillness because there's a whole bunch of leaders and founders, you know, and so the the little oxymoron of that, which I think yes. they were trying to highlight. So I want to I want to acknowledge that there is. Like you said, it's the being still and being reflective in service of the self and of business and that it's just as effective as a strategy or just as important of a strategy as these other ones that we often put before it that are about like writing the lists and, you know, getting the Q4 financial projections and getting the spreadsheets done. And and more important, I think. Yeah.
1: And, And so, you know, in place of active, what I would say is deliberate. Right. Deliberate. De- so yeah. it's like deliberate. We have an intention for that time and space. And that intention is to be, to reflect, to allow, to receive, right? So it is intentional time. But I think what is so interesting is that it's so foreign for us not to be active. It's so foreign yeah. for us not to like either be – actively accomplishing or actively resisting accomplish, right? So because that's what we do in our downtime in our escape times, we actively yeah. resist accomplishing accomplishments, right? So we're like kind of actively doing both sides. But this is a very deliberate, intentional time to just allow kind of whatever unfolds to unfold. And if you haven't really had this experience, you know, or maybe you had this some time in your life. I know for years and years and years until I created it much more deliberately on an ongoing basis, which is what I have now. You know, I used to talk about my fair year in my twenties. Like that was the way I described it. My fair year. I waited tables. I had graduated from college. I had money. But like, you know, besides showing up to wait tables, I really could just do whatever I wanted. I had no kids, no partner. Like. I just was open to the experience. Like I would sometimes like go to a restaurant and I would meet random people and we would go out somewhere else. And like there was this, you know, just letting it all unfold without a plan in a way. So it's almost like you're having a plan to not have a plan. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. And it's like, and this is the foundational, the the reason why we're spending so much time on it, because there's other strategies that we're going to get to hopefully, right? But it's (laughs) like, but this is a foundational strategy to creating time. And, and giving yourself the space. And what I see a lot of my clients and colleagues do is that they don't really treat it deliberately. And with this sacredness, that's so important, we have to guard it. We have to be the sacred gatekeeper is what one of my mentors says about like, our when we have self care, I think that in with our businesses, we have to be the sacred gatekeeper of the space and time for reflection and integration for our businesses, because if we don't, then we'll just put a little block of time on the calendar. And then somebody will say, Oh, can I talk to you just 30 minutes? I just need to jump on the phone. And you'll be like, Oh yeah, I have this like time that I I don't have anything going on. So I'm just going to (laughs) slide them in there. And then guess what? Like you just completely (laughs) sabotaged your own effort to like be deliberate with this. And it's just for me, the most important time that I spend on my business, like you said, too. Look,
1: just to, you know, we'll, we'll talk about some other strategies, but just to say what, you know, to kind of come off of what you said, once you create the time, you have to be vigilant around it. And I know, because I mean, I know the value of this time. And yet there's still some weeks where I'm like, because, because I set aside Wednesday to be that feminine, sacred time, no meetings, no calls, nothing. Wednesdays are always my day that I just allow for flow and integration. And, you know, sure enough, someone comes in and I just can't fit them anywhere else. I'll slide them into Wednesdays and then I'll feel resentful. And I'll, I'll look at that, I'll look at my week and be like, oh, I got that thing on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know and then I have to like remind myself Sonia you have to be vigilant this is like what you've created this is the strategy you have let go of your strategy <laughs> come back come back
0: yes yes and we will literally like if you knew you had to work on your taxes on Wednesday and you were talking to your accountant and you were working on your spreadsheets and then somebody's like oh can I just come in right in the middle of that you would say no, I can't I'm in the middle of my taxes. But when we're in the middle of our own stillness and our own deliberate time that we're working on our business, it can be really easy to let down those walls and not be vigilant and not be caretaking of it. And so, yeah, I think it's important that we just highlight that piece of it, that we're talking about space being one of your foundational strategies and that that's going to be something that you really have to become vigilant to protect because space is it's, it's valuable. It is your time. It is your energy. And there are going to be tons of things, you know, from our kids, family members and other and clients and other things happening in the business that are going to want to come in and take that time. And it can be really easy if we're not really seeing the importance of that time to let it slide, just chip away at it. And I've done that. And I want to just encourage everyone to do their best to really, really, really hold Hold that space for themselves because it is crucial for the business, for the development and growth of a business yes. and of yourself.
1: 100%. Okay. So we've okay. talked about space strategy, <laughs> time strategy. <laughs> Those are really important feminine things. And you know, some of it is that we have to learn to value these strategies as much as we value our money strategies or our business normal business strategies or our marketing strategy. We have to learn to value these. And these are really the million-dollar strategies. Like we talk about you know, the sales process or the marketing that we do is being the million-dollar strategies. But, like, the million-dollar strategies is space. You will not find wealthy people that haven't learned to reflect. I mean, you've got the hustlers, so, okay, maybe I'll separate. You know, but the people who've really created amazing things in the world, they've done that through space through critical thinking, through reflection, through imagination, through intuition, through gut checks, like these things were created from that space. And that's what we need to be able to, you know, really produce what we want. And I've seen that in my business time and time again, when I suck out all the space from my, my life, my week, and I'm getting all the things done. I won't create as much money. I won't create as much success. I won't have as many opportunities come to me. And it's so counterintuitive sometimes, right? But the weeks that I'm like prioritizing space, I'm not even out in the world. I'm not even like talking to anyone. And all of a sudden people sign up for things. All of a sudden people reach out to me, like all of a sudden sales come through. Like literally when I'm, focused on the internal work, I get so much more from the universe. Like it really does happen that way. And that's because I've prioritized what's really important.
0: Yeah. And we really have to flip that script, which is why we're having this conversation to kind of help us all realize that having these feminine strategy. And for me, you know, it's like really, I think of it as really bringing in a self-care and a wellness strategy for our businesses in a world that dominates a lot more of just that um like the the linear finances hr operations marketing like tick 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 like that is going to be what you typically see and so to bring this in is needs to be again very deliberate so that's another strategy that i i've actually recently heard um someone give give voice to this, I thought was really very, very well articulated for within the startup world. So there is a psychiatrist, Dr. Michael Freeman, and he is, if you've seen anything out there on mental health and entrepreneurship, and they're quoting 50% of entrepreneurs struggle with their mental health, that's Dr. Freeman's research. He did that back in 2015 and continues to do work in this field. And he was being interviewed on a podcast and said, you know, I'm not really sure Why we don't have a wellness advisory and a business advisory. He said, I recommend that hands down for every startup, every founder, you're going to have somebody that's going to be your coach and consultant for all things, business, all things in that linear um, bucket. And then who are you going to talk to about your health and wellness? And your um, sustainability as a founder. So he's like, I think you need to have a therapist. I think you need to have like a friend and family member, some other people, you know, nutritionists, like whoever the people are that would be able to check in with you so that you have your meetings with them. And they're like, how are you like, are you sleeping well? Because you need to be getting a lot of sleep to be an entrepreneur and create in the world. Like, how are you moving your body? What's going on? Oh, okay. You're, you've are you got a lot of depression. Like, let's help you with that, you know? So that's so interesting. How are we even doing these things in the world without that level of support system? The fact that that's not even on the books for most people.
1: Yeah. And what could we create if it were, right? Yes. I mean... Yeah. And so, you know, and and I want to look at this from two ways. So we're talking about strategies for kind of the the feminine part of our business, which is really about strategies for self-care, strategies for wellness, strategies for space, you know, strategies for mental health. So we can talk about that in one way. I think we can also talk about the feminine strategy in terms of the lens we look at when we create any strategy, right? So, So for instance... Marketing strategy, right? This is something we talk about a lot. We work on a lot. You know, most people are out there. Many people are not having a strategy at all. But if they do have a strategy, it's usually masculine. But what if we had a more feminine strategy for marketing? So for instance, what if we thought about what's easiest for me to do, right? What is, you know, so fluid for me that I could do it all day long? that it's like effortless. So, you know, Instead, what we look at is what has someone told me the strategy should be versus like what's the plan that really works for me, right? What's the easiest thing for me to do? And so we can have it that way as well. And like also, you know, I kind of think sometimes about, you know, masculine strategy is more about doing or accomplishing or like, it's really about more in a way. So if your most strategy is about doing more, well, I think a feminine strategy is about doing less. So what if we flip the script on things and just say, let's do less. That's one of the things I've been looking at in my own marketing is I just want to do less, right? So how can I do less? Okay, well, I can get out of all the social media that I don't really like, that I'm not really enjoying. That isn't really aligned with me. Okay, cool. I could just focus on one platform. I could focus on maybe two at the most. Like what would that look like if I start to remove things? That's also a more feminine strategy.
0: Yes, and it is a deliberate strategy. And it's so it's so helpful that you bring that, you know, into this conversation because we could just easily put it in the either or bucket of like, okay, here's all of the, the masculine in, in its operations and marketing and all these things. And then there's the wellness over here, which is the feminine, or you can move from an either or to an and, you know? So we have feminist strategy in this area and in this area and in this and in this and in this, and then everything within the business. It's like, we're really coming from this place. And like, I, I like where, where you're going with this is that you're really framing for you and I am in agreement. It's like, well, a feminine strategy is one in which I come more into the present where I appreciate what is, where I simplify. And it's less about out there gathering and doing more and just making it happen and come into tending to really tend and befriend, you know, what is actually happening that I can grow more of and I can sustain more of and then just allow that very um, organic growth to happen. So I really
1: like this. Yeah. yeah, 100%. And, you know, it's really about how we look at it. So, you know, as an example today, I was sitting here and I was thinking about my health and my body. And, you know, I definitely have suffered from, you know, kind of the coronavirus time of not getting out very much, not exercising in the same way, you know, definitely not always eating the foods that agree with my body, And I started to think about, you know, wanting to shift that, wanting to change that and, you know, create a goal around that. And of course, instantly, the way we've been trained, my mind goes to, okay, here's all the things I need to do. I need to add this. I need to make sure I do this. I need to do all this. I need to take all these supplements. It was like, add, 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 add. add. I need to add more to my schedule. That's what I felt. And then I started to realize, okay, cool. How could I do this from a more feminine lens? Okay, well, instead of adding a bunch of things, I could just remove toxins, Just focus on removing toxins from my body. That means not eating things that inflame me. That means not drinking things that inflame me. That means not eating late at night. Right. I can just actually remove stuff. I don't have to go out and do all these things and you know create all this stuff in my day-to-day. I could just stop doing things. Right. And that felt like such a relief. I was like, oh yeah, look, I could do that.
0: Oh, I recently, maybe it's because it's the new year, I recently had a very similar experience with especially like self-improvement type of things where I was like, oh, yeah, so I need to, what, what kind of things do I need to go do or get or, yeah, it's like, oh, it can actually just be, you know, removing that and letting go of that and setting boundaries with that and shifting down and coming into you know, what I have now. And it's really, again, this is the speaking of like kind of flipping the switch or just that shift, you know, that mindset shift is that it really is like a feminine strategy. It's really great to sum it up. It's like, how can you just do less or do it more simply do it more with what's going on in the present? Like what are your resources? Yep. What's easy? Yeah, what's easy? And that's a big one that comes up for me. Even when I draw my tarot cards, what I like to do, like when I draw cards, I'm not a tarot reader. I like to just draw my messages. And I have, you know, some that are just really great decks. And often my message is like anything around ease, like (laughs) let it be easier, Laura. Let it be in the Virgo in me, you know, because I am a Virgo, so I complicate things and sometimes and I and this is a lot for me to flip these structures because. I can really get caught up in them. And so being able to um, really release that pressure and that perfectionism and kind of come back to like, what is, what is easiest and what is just here right now that can support me in my business. And that's a great lens to have right now. Not where do you need to be in 12 months, but like what's right here in front of you that you might need to look at and see it and appreciate it and benefit from that you might not see if you're already planning Q4.
1: Yes, I just I, I am such an advocate for slowing down and c- having businesses that are more simple. And that doesn't mean not having a very successful business, right? In fact, I think you can have an even more successful business when it is streamlined, when it is simplified, when it is focused right? We, like, we have really gotten messed up with the way we think business is and should be. And honestly, all those people out there that you admire, that you think are pretty awesome, wow. If you saw behind the scenes of their business, like, behind the scenes of how they operate, and, and I've seen enough, like, between my peers, the big businesses I've seen behind, the all the many, many clients I've worked with, like I've seen behind many of these businesses. And like when you actually see what they're doing, it's not what you're striving for, right? And so we need a whole new reference point for what a successful business aligned with our values looks like.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I just have to piggyback on that to say, not only behind the scenes, will you see what their businesses look like, but behind the scenes, you would see how they're, mind bodies are, and many of them are struggling. And this is, this is my focus is, you know, the mental health for entrepreneurs. And I'm on a mission this year in a way that I I haven't even been before that because I'm just, I'm tired of seeing and hearing behind the scenes what's going on, but seeing us perpetuate a different story to the outside world. Um, And it's not worth like None of this type of business success is worth our mental health and our well-being. And that's what we continue to perpetuate by hanging on to these strategies as the do all be all. When there's a different way to go about strategizing in our business, which really brings emotional intelligence, somatic intelligence, intuition, being in the present, using self-compassion and slowing way down.
1: Yes. And I think that's a pretty awesome place to wrap up for today. So, you know, if anything, I hope we've just given you a different perspective on how to design your business, on how to look at strategy. Go explore it. See what happens when you flip the switch this way. See what happens when you look through what you want to remove or what, what you can get rid of or, or even strategizing about space. See what happens when you do that. And, you know, always connect with us. Let us know how it goes. Any last words, Laura?
0: Mm, Just enjoy the stillness, my friends. Enjoy (laughs) the space and make lots of it. Yeah,
1: lots of it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And we will see you next month. I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out my other podcast, The Feminine Lens. Every week, we challenge the patriarchal frameworks around business, leadership, and life by looking through a new lens, one that honors women's gifts, wisdom, and worthiness. And if you want to dive deeper into these topics for your personal or business transformation, be sure to check out my programs. I've had the honor of working with thousands of women around the globe over the last 20 years. In my programs, we do the deep, internal work that allows us to step into our worthiness and create more wealth, success, and freedom. You can find them at SonyaStatman.com.